Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I'm your host, pharmacist Eric Christensen. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, As always, go to uh, reallifepharmacology.com, snag your free uh, top 200 study guide. It's a 31-page PDF. Uh, costs you nothing but an email, and uh, we'll get you updates on when we have uh, new blog posts and or uh, other education coming out. So definitely go uh, take advantage of that resource at reallifepharmacology.com. All right, so getting in the dr- to the drug for the day, uh, we've got omeprazole. Uh, brand name of this medication is Prilosec. Uh, definitely, I can tell you from clinical practice experience, uh, very heavily uh, used drug and certainly ranks high uh, on the list of the top 200 drugs. Uh, this drug is classified as a proton pump inhibitor, uh, also well known as uh, abbreviated uh, PPI. This drug blocks uh, parietal cells in the stomach. And these parietal cells release hydrogen ions, which causes an acidic environment. Uh, That acidic environment can certainly lead to symptoms of heartburn, uh, potential for uh, GI ulceration, and things of that nature. So, again, that hydrogen-potassium ATP pump is what's inhibited. And that ultimately um, blocks uh, the pumping of hydrogen ions or protons um, into the stomach, which raises the the pH of the stomach and potentially uh, suppresses that acid, uh, which may be causing uh, that pain or irritation in uh, patients that have excessive production. So with that said, what are we going to treat? What are we going to manage? Um, Obviously, things like heartburn, um, gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD, uh, peptic ulcer disease, uh, Barrett's esophagus, and honestly, in clinical practice, uh, I definitely see it as a a catch-all if a patient is experiencing uh, stomach-type symptoms and and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, You'll often see these uh, started. Uh, to help uh, reduce symptoms. Now, that may be right or wrong uh, in certain situations, but um, definitely have uh, seen it thrown on board uh, quite a bit for various uh, indications. Uh, One other one you may see it used for is GI prophylaxis. So this is a situation where a patient may be at high risk for GI bleed. Uh, Maybe they're taking an NSAID, higher dose NSAID, for example, uh, maybe they're on uh, anticoagulation like warfarin or uh, pixaban, for example. Uh, these are situations um, maybe in patients predisposed uh, to ulceration, GI bleed risk, uh, that you may see uh, a drug like omeprazole utilized. All right, so there's a, a couple of things I wanted to talk about um, from an onset and administration standpoint. So, 
it is recommended to give a PPI, uh, specifically omeprazole here, 30 to 60 minutes before uh, breakfast or first meal of the day. That's typically the, the usual standard uh, dosing. Uh, I will see I have uh, had patients take it right with breakfast and, and it works okay. Um, but ideally, it's going to work best uh, prior to giving it to, to breakfast. So one uh, practice pearl I'd, I'd educate you about is, is be sure to ask patients, especially non-responders, um, when they are actually taking the omeprazole. Uh, I've had numerous patients take it right with breakfast, and instead of taking it at the appropriate time before breakfast, uh, I've definitely had uh, clinicians and, and providers uh, increase that dose before asking that question. And um, I think it's best that we give medications appropriately um, the best way we know how uh, prior to actually increasing the dose. So uh, definitely something to, to think about there. And we're going to maximize that potential benefit if we give it um, before uh, eating in the morning there. Uh, one other thing that I think is important to remind patients of as well, especially if they're starting new on this medication, uh, that maximal effect of acid secretion uh, may take a little while. So it may take a few days anyway um, to have the most uh, kind of bang for your buck on relieving uh, a patient's you know, heartburn or indigestion symptoms or whatever we're, we're managing there. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, and this is one of the reasons you will see it occasionally uh, used on an as-needed basis. Um, but a drug like omeprazole and the other PPIs, they do uh, tend to have a little bit more of a delayed onset of action um, compared to something like an H2 blocker, for example. So um, in that as-needed situation, it may not um, be ideal. But you may get some patients that it does work okay for, or maybe they only have symptoms uh, very periodically and, and they seem to get by with it. Obviously, we want to limit exposure uh, if that's an appropriate situation for uh, use of PRN, uh, omeprazole, or, or PPI. All right, so let's talk about adverse effects. Uh, really, in clinical practice, um, from my experience, I've seen these medications be very, very uh, well tolerated in the short term, okay? So, you know, we're using it for maybe a few weeks, um, you know, maybe up to six to eight weeks for heartburn symptoms, and they resolve it, and we can get off that medication. Um, that's a situation where we're probably not going to have uh, too much collateral damage as far as adverse effects. Now, we've always got to weigh risk versus benefits of uh, omeprazole in the longer term because we do have certain associations with uh, B12 deficiency, uh, potential increased fracture risk, uh, increased risk for C. diff, potential for low magnesium. There's lots of uh, longer term associations uh, as we use a drug like omeprazole for longer and longer periods of time. So really put an emphasis on uh, short-term courses where possible. Again, you've got a patient with something like Barrett's esophagus. 
you know, it's likely going to be on board uh, long term. Uh, so lower doses and obviously limit uh, the duration of use where possible uh, to potentially reduce the risk of some of those uh, longer term complications. All right, so let's take a quick break from our sponsor and we'll finish up with drug interactions. If you're in the market for pharmacist board certification study materials like NAPLEX exam, ambulatory care, BCPS, medication therapy management, or the geriatric exam, definitely go check out meded101.com store. In addition, if you're a healthcare professional, maybe a nurse, med student, physician, and you're looking for a, a better resource on drug interactions or things of that nature, uh, we've also got Audible books, uh, which are free. Uh, if you've never tried an Audible book before. So definitely go take advantage of that. Uh, you can go click on the links at meded101.com store and get access uh, to those resources. In addition, we've got Amazon books and links to other content as well. So again, go support sponsor meded101.com store, S-T-O-R-E. All right, so finishing up on drug interactions. Uh, the first thing that you need to think about when we think about omeprazole is CYP2C19 inhibition. And in clinical practice, there's a couple of really common examples uh, that definitely will come up. So omeprazole being used with clopidogrel is something I have seen used uh, quite a bit together. Uh, it's still at this point... Uh, pretty clinically controversial how much of an impact uh, that it has on overall effectiveness. Um, in my mind, I generally try to avoid it, uh, that combination, if possible, just because it is kind of a little bit of a clinical gray area as to how much effect uh, that has. So how that works is omeprazole inhibits CYP2C19, and by inhibiting that enzyme, that enzyme is responsible for activation of clopidogrel. Clopidogrel is what's called a prodrug, and so it's activated by CYP2C19. So by blocking that enzyme, we could potentially uh, lead to the effect of reduced effectiveness. Now, that could be a problem if we're trying to manage uh, heart attacks, strokes, and trying to prevent those things if clopidogrel isn't working as well as we would like it to work. So, again, clinically, it's controversial. There's been some evidence both ways as whether uh, it impacts patients or doesn't impact patients. Um, but if we can avoid that, that's another good rationale, good reason uh, to try to limit exposure um, to uh, omeprazole in the long term if we don't need it. So um, can't stress that enough to um, clinically evaluate medications and uh, their need long term because I have had uh, numerous circumstances where we can actually get off the PPI and we don't need it uh, in the long term there. Uh, another classic interaction, well, two classic interactions are citalopram and escitalopram. Uh, so brand names there are Selexa and Lexapro, a couple of antidepressants. And inhibition of CYP2C19 can lead to higher concentrations of these drugs. 
So you're more likely for adverse effects from these medications. And there has been evidence of increased QT prolongation from higher concentrations of these drugs. So citalopram actually has a limit or recommended limit on the dosing of maximum of 20 milligrams per day in a patient who is taking omeprazole uh, with citalopram there. Uh, one other medication, probably less common, I see it in clinical practice, much less common than uh, citalopram or clopidogrel, uh, is silostazole. Uh, it's a drug that can be used for intermittent claudication, um, but its concentration similar to citalopram can be increased uh, with the use of a drug like omeprazole. And then I think the other most notable clinical interaction with omeprazole, and this is true of uh, multiple uh, antacid suppressing or acid suppressing medications. Um, some drugs require an acidic environment for absorption. So a drug like cefiroxime, that's a cephalosporin antibiotic, uh, mesalamine, and uh, iron supplementation, for example, um, these all uh, need that acidic environment, or it helps uh, absorption and efficacy to have that acidic environment uh, to ensure that these drugs uh, work the best or work to the best of, of their ability there. So I did do a uh, recent blog post on this. So um, that's titled, and it's over at meded101.com, uh, blog, the blog. You can find that uh, high pH reduced absorption of these drugs is the name of, of the article. And I, I list off um, uh, five or six examples there of, of common medications um, that need that acidic environment. Uh, so you can swing over and check that out if you wanted a, a list of a couple more there. But um, got to remember that when we uh, increase the pH of that stomach, we can impact the absorption of certain medications that I, I mentioned there. So I think that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. Hopefully you picked up on some uh, clinical practice pearls. Again, omeprazole, a very commonly used drug. And um, if you enjoyed the podcast today, leave a rating review. Uh, share us with a friend, a colleague, a student, a uh, preceptor that you're working with. Um, definitely uh, share us and uh, help spread uh, the education. Uh, support the sponsor, meded101.com slash store. Any of the links you click there. Uh, goes to uh, directly financially support uh, the podcast and help keep it free and educational uh, for all to enjoy. So I'm going to sign off for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Go snag your free uh, PDF at reallifepharmacology.com. And I hope you have a, a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.